Hello, welcome to the good, the bad, the ugly, the aviation mains industry. I'm your host, Brian Wheels. In this short bonus podcast, we're talking about the increase in the amount of blown tire incidents that are occurring on commercial flights and whether recapped or retreaded tires are in fact safe or are they not? I'm going to answer these questions and more in this bonus podcast coming up. Hello, everyone. Thanks again for tuning into the podcast. I am Brian Wheels. And in this bonus podcast, I'm going to clarify some previous comments, statements that I made on social media about recapped or retreaded tires. And I'm going to answer your questions about recapped or treaded tires and whether they're safe and why. And essentially, what is a recapped or retreaded tire? Because here, even in the first few months, we've been seeing quite a lot of aircraft, uh, commercial flights, Um, commercial aircraft flights with blown tires and folks have been coming to me and say hey why what is going on here we're seeing a lot of tire blowouts on aircraft is this just coincidence or is there a reason behind it what's happening what causes the tires to blow out why are aircraft tires filled with nitrogen um matter of fact i had two folks last week uh they messaged me and said hey i I really don't believe they're filled with nitrogen. I believe they're filled with air. So why are, why are we hearing that aircraft tires are filled with nitrogen for? And there was a few emails I received saying, hey, are we even safe flying on aircraft with retreaded tires? So I thought this would be a good time to put a bonus podcast out there to kind of put you guys at ease and explain the whole retread recap tires, you know, just kind of the whole personification around that, I guess. So you would be surprised that tires blow out on aircraft quite frequently. That actually happens quite a lot. And it's rather safe in them doing so. I mean, the circumstances surrounding that might be different. But generally, I mean, tires blowing out on aircraft, yeah, it delays the flight a bit. But a lot of times maintenance will go straight out to the aircraft and just change the tire right there. Or sometimes if if they can confirm that's just one tire, And if the crew feel it's safe, they'll taxi the aircraft back to the gate and maintenance will be right there standing by to change that tire. They'll do an inspection, of course, as well, but it might delay you a little bit, but it's really not a huge deal. Let me tackle why are aircraft tires filled with nitrogen first, okay? So aircraft tires are subject to a lot of stress. They hit the tarmac at 170 plus miles an hour. And they have to hold up to 38 tons of aircraft sitting up on top of them. So that's a lot of weight. And they also undergo a lot of extreme temperature changes from the blistering heat of landing to the negative 60 degrees Fahrenheit that they can get at at around 35,000 feet in altitude. Now, if you were to have oxygen inside of an aircraft tire, that's going to attract water vapor. And water vapor can crystallize at high altitudes. And what that'll do is weaken the rubber compounds, i.e. the structure of the tire. And the weakening of the tire increases the likelihood of blowouts, which can cause damage to the aircraft or worse. And since nitrogen is an inert gas, that means it has a very low reactivity to other substances 
it decreases the possibility of a dangerous explosion. And in 1987, the FAA issued an airworthiness directive that required the use of nitrogen for tire inflation on aircraft. And there was two goals that were outlined in this AD, this airworthiness directive. The first one was to eliminate the possibility of a chemical reaction between the atmospheric O2 and the volatile gases that can escape from the tire inner liner, which is true. And that can produce a tire explosion. And the second is they wanted to reduce the chance of an exploding tire, adding any more oxygen or O2 to that fire. Although with that one, I, while it's true, I kind of find it just, just a tad funny, just because if you were in an aircraft incident, hell, even a crash, I don't think you're going to be worrying about the aircraft tire bursting. I think you'll be worrying about getting out of that aircraft alive and safe. That was what they outlined the feds did in the, their 1987 airworthiness directive. And also, using nitrogen in aircraft tires saves money and it reduces operating costs for the airlines. So we know that oxygen breaks down the rubber inside of tires through the process of oxidation. And oxidized rubber is much weaker, meaning the tires wear out faster and they're more prone to bursting. And this means that tires filled with 95% nitrogen which is the standard percentage for nitrogen gas for inflating aircraft tires, that will maintain the pressure in those tires for a longer period of time, and this leads to less maintenance, which lowers the cost. From a maintenance perspective, tires that operate with the correct pressure in them, they're less prone to premature wear, and less wear means less tires, which lowers operating costs, and less heat generated during ground ops, taxiing, landing, taking off, all that good stuff. But there have been accidents caused by tires bursting and causing a fire or bursting and causing damage to the aircraft. And also there have been incidents and accidents caused by improperly serviced tires. So with improperly serviced tires, we have to understand that an aircraft tire loses about 2% of its pressure every day. So for example, a properly inflated tire at, let's say at 219 PSI, drops to about 185 PSI after eight days, and after three weeks reaches 140 PSI, which is extremely underflated for most aircraft tires. That's why proper servicing is very, very important. And as I spoke about very early on in my podcast episodes, I think it was actually, it was either episode one or episode two. It was one of the first two episodes of this podcast, the very first ones I spoke about why aircraft mechanics sometimes choose not to service the tires. It's a very daunting task. It's a very repetitive task. I'm not saying it happens all the time, but occasionally you're going to get a lazy mechanic who does not want to either check the tire or properly inflate the tire because they think it's good. But, you know, you can listen to those previous podcast episodes. That'll catch you up on that. So again, there have been a few accidents and incidents caused by tires. On September 19th of 2008, a Learjet crashed, killing all of its occupants after the tires were left underinflated by maintenance. They just didn't care to check the tires, and they hadn't done so for several days. And on July 11th, 1991, Nigeria Airways Flight 2120 crashed after a mechanic found that the number two and the number four main landing gear tire needed to be serviced, but he was stopped by his maintenance manager, go figure, because his maintenance manager did not want to delay or cancel the flight. 
So what happened in that event was during taxi and when the aircraft was getting ready to take off, the, the weight loading essentially from the underinflated number two tire transferred to the number one tire, resulting in the damage to the axle. The axle actually deformed and it started rubbing and creating frictional heat on the hub. And that got worse and worse and worse. And after the aircraft took off, both that number two tire and the number one tire, they exploded. Well, the crew knew something was going on with the aircraft, but they didn't know to what extent. So they went ahead and they raised landing gear anyways. But there was an active fire on that bogey. And since they raised the gear into the wheel well, that active fire spread to the surrounding area within the wheel well and ultimately caused the crash of that aircraft. And in March of 1992, a 737-400 overseas had a tire failure after takeoff due to tread separation, but it did land safely. But during that investigation, it was found that both the maintenance and the crew of that aircraft did not perform their walk-around checks, and there was existing damage to the tire that was left unchecked. And in June of 1990, a DC-9 experienced a failure of its number four main landing gear tire due to an improperly serviced tire. Maintenance, again, did not want to service it for whatever reason. And in 1997, an A300 taking off from LA had its number three tire fail, causing damage to the number two engine because it ingested a bunch of debris. And that was due to that tire having been serviced with oxygen instead of nitrogen. Yes, sometimes aircraft mechanics either mistakenly or knowingly will service an aircraft tire with oxygen instead of nitrogen. I have never witnessed this myself, though. I've heard stories from other guys about other people that I've worked with who have done it. I've never seen a mechanic service a tire with O2 instead of nitrogen because if I had, I would have stopped them. That would not have happened. But it has occurred. Again, whether they were just being lazy or some have claimed that the stories that I've heard that that mechanic didn't know any better, which it kind of strikes me as ridiculous because nitrogen and O2 cylinders are different colors. So that's the first big indicator. I, but anyways, I won't get off on a tangent on that, but it, it has occurred. So that will answer that question. And I'm sure would come out as whether mechanics do use regular air or O2 instead of nitrogen in the tires, there have been cases of that occurring. An aircraft tire servicing is usually done at a timed or a scheduled maintenance interval or enduring an RON, which is a routine overnight check. That's when the aircraft flies in for the night, it's put to bed, it's at the gate ready for the next morning's flight, and the crews go out and they do RON service checks, which include servicing the tires. Most of the time, I'd say 98% of the time, they're done without problem, but there's always those 2% of lazy mechanics who won't do it. Now, there is no hard proof statistics as whether more tire failures occur during landing or takeoff. There's a few studies that I've read, but nothing that definitively says there's more one than the other. But tire failures can be caused by, again, improper servicing, they can be caused by overweight or heavy landings, malfunction of the brakes, extreme side loads imposed on the tires, uh, even from crosswind landings, I've seen it happen, or rejected takeoffs. Now, usually tire bursts 
on rejected takeoffs is due to the anti-skid system. Now, unlike the anti-skid system in your car, the anti-skid system on aircraft, they're not as fast. They're, they're still very fast, but they're, you know how on your car, you know, you can feel it. It's not quite the same way on an aircraft. Uh, I'm not saying that they're, they're ineffective. They are effective, but they don't pulse the same way that, uh, or pulse the same way they pulse, but they're not as fast as you would find on your modern car. And also when you're trying to slow down a 38 ton aircraft, I mean, that's, that's a lot. So it, it's going to be inevitable that you're going to blow some tires while doing that. Now, do airlines use recapped or retreaded tires? Absolutely, they do. About, gosh, I would say about more than 95% of the aircraft out there are using retreaded tires. So they do, but it has to fall into specific criteria. The biggest reason why they do this is cost. It's 30 to 50% cheaper to purchase retreaded tires than new ones. So it's a cost factor. And we all know how airlines love putting money in their pockets, especially these CEOs, these big execs. And some airlines have been known to retread the tire cores upwards to 10 times because that is a fraction of the cost of an entirely new tire. Airlines such as Southwest, United, and I believe at one point American Airlines does or still does have a contract with several tire companies to provide retreaded tires at regular intervals. And again, about 95% of the aircraft tires used in commercial service are retreaded tires. In general, it is a safe practice. The, and I'll, I'll explain to you somewhat the basics of how the tire retreading process goes. So the tire core First, it has to be in good condition. No cuts, no tears, no gouges, large nicks, no tread or belt punctures, no sidewall damage, no, you know, be evenly worn pretty much with no outwardly visual damage. And then after that initial inspection, you clean the core, you spread open the tire, and then it goes through a machine called a shirography machine. And don't ask me why they call it a shirography machine. I have no clue. And what this machine does is it determines whether there's any internal belts within the different layers of material, whether they've moved or slipped. After that, another inspection takes place, and that's looking for worn core layers, severe weather cracking, and further sidewall damage. And then the tire is put into another machine, which essentially shaves the tire into an even roundness, okay? Then the tire is removed and it's put into a mold that contains all the new rubber compound, okay? And what that does is it adds the lettering, the new tire tread, all that stuff is formed through this process. Then after it's put into this mold, there's a process called cooking. And what this does is bonds the new rubber compound, this new molded compound, onto the newly prepared core. After that, the tire is trimmed again, it's visually inspected again, then it's balanced, and it's put through that shirography machine once again. And that makes sure that the bonding process is complete and there's no air gaps, no bubbles. And then the tires check for leaks and it's repainted. And the paint that they put on it is kind of like that, uh, that rubber cement, that rubberized uh, 
like electrical tape. You know how you can buy like liquid electrical tape? It looks like that. So they cover the tire on that. And then in the side of the tire, whoever retreaded it, the company or whatever, they put the name of the company, the date, and some of the specifications of the retread specs on that tire. But if we put this into perspective, Southwest usually changes a tire every five to six weeks normally. And last year, I'm told, they used about 40,000 tires on their aircraft. And today I read an article while preparing for this podcast, and it said that JetBlue stated that it can retool and reuse tires seven times before that tire is no longer viable. So again, yes, some airlines, they actually do their own tire retreading in the back shop, in addition to contracting out the work to other companies. And get this, some of the tires you see on aircraft, they're not even owned by that airline. They're actually leased from big tire companies such as Goodyear and Bridgestone. So they're actually leasing some of these tires straight from these tire companies. Now, are the tires safe overall? For the most part, yes, they are. In 2006, the FAA released a new guideline that further supported the continued use of retreaded tires. Now, in the event of an overtemp condition on a tire, there's something called a fuse plug. And what this fuse plug does is it melts at a set temperature, and that releases the nitrogen slash pressure from the tire so it does not blow out. And fuse plugs, they generally do work, but there have been a few occasions when the temperature and the pressure rises so fast that the fuse plug does not have enough time to melt, and the tire does blow out. But in the instance in which, let's say, the aircraft runs over FOD, okay, something on the runway, the fuse plug is not going to help you. The tire is going to burst. That's Fuse plugs are just there for an over-temperature condition. So although we have seen several tire mishaps here in the news recently, I do believe that most of them are just pure coincidence. It's just bad timing that we've seen, you know, some a few days, a few weeks after the first one. I think it's just pure coincidence. I don't think there's actually anything going on that's causing it. But as I discuss what could cause it, you could have equipment malfunctions. You could have an RTO event. It could run over FOD. It could be improperly serviced. But all that stuff is going to, all these events, all these instances, they're going to be investigated by the FAA slash NTSB. Although probably in these events, these situations, it's going to be just the FAA that looks into it but they're going to be investigated and we'll find out what actually happened. But I think the majority of these events, I mean, the timing was just bad, but it looked like per the pictures, a lot of it was probably FOD damage because it's very rare because some of these aircraft incidents, it was tires on the same bogey on the same side of the aircraft that blew. And that's pretty rare to have like, let's say two improperly serviced tires right next to each other blow. So I'm thinking more along the lines that the aircraft ran over something, it was FOD, and it wasn't improperly serviced. I don't think it was an improper service is what I was trying to say. I think it was more due to FOD than anything else. But again, we'll find out when these investigations come to light and what they find out in these investigations. As far as shadiness, honestly, I cannot think of anything off the top of my head as far as airlines or aviation companies abusing the use of retreaded or recapped tires. Honestly, I, I, don't, I don't know of anything. So uh, at this point, I will say, no, I don't think there's anything shady. 
I think it's just bad timing. Could be equipment malfunctions, RTOs, overtemp conditions, spot on the runway, possibly improperly serviced tires. Though, again, I looked at these pictures. It, I mean, it looks more like FOD just because there were several of these incidents in which the tires blew out on the same side, on the same bogey. I just find it hard to believe that it was two tires right next to each other that blew out due to being, you know, improperly serviced. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying chances are it's not. But hey, if the investigation shows that I'm wrong, I'll eat crow and I'll tell you I'm wrong. So yeah, that's kind of what I think is, is going on with these folks. Uh, recapped or retreaded tires, they are safe. And <laughs> many, 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 many. I mean, I don't think that you're going to fly on an aircraft that does not have a retreaded tire on it, to be honest with you. So they're safe. I, I would not worry about it. And if a tire does blow on an aircraft, especially on takeoff, if it's already at the point at which the pilots decided they have to fly the aircraft, coming around and landing, there's not going to be really an issue. Could something happen? Yes, but likely it won't. You'll probably see ARF out there. That's airport rescue firefighting. They'll probably be out there to meet you. That's just standard procedure. That's There's nothing wrong with that. They're just there to make sure that nothing happens. But in the event that you do have a tire blown on an aircraft, likely nothing bad's going to come out of it. You're going to be perfectly fine, perfectly safe. So that's my take on it. And hopefully I was able to clarify some of the comments that I made earlier, put some people's minds at ease recapped or retreaded tires are safe. They're perfectly fine. If you have any other questions, feel free to reach out to me. AP Mechanic Podcast at AOL.com. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me at Facebook, Good, Bad, Ugly, AP, one word. And remember, new podcast, second Wednesday of each month. Reach out to me anytime, folks. I really appreciate you all tuning in to another great bonus podcast. And until next time, take care and be safe. We'll see you.